What up, y'all? This is Panda AOD. Hey, hey, it's Larissa Renee. Say the Renee. And this is AOD on the mic. On the mic. <laughs> and we are sponsored by ourselves. Ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but how has the radio show been for y'all? Well, you work now on the radio. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's super cool. Uh, are y'all still doing herbal tea? Nah, we stopped that. Schedules. I liked it though. I would tune in every so often. I'd pop up, sit there and watch for a little bit when I could. Now, with the radio show, it's cool. It's easy money. Something I've been doing for years at the college station. Just (laughs) so it wasn't a big transition or whatever. Just doing the same shit. Just getting paid now. All right, so we might as well get started because I got a lot to talk to you about. So we might as well just put it in a sequence. What up, y'all? This is Panda AOD. And I am on the mic. With me today is a special guest. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. Yes, sir. It's it's your boy, (laughs) A. Dizzle. I'm in the building. You already know what it is. D-Y-T. Stand up. Yeah. Dayton, Ohio. Yes, sir. It's a heavy dating situation that's been going on with AOD. I've been interviewing a lot of dating people. I've been feeling the love. So I'm excited to have you here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You know, I've been tuning in as well. So you're doing big things with AOD. I'm enjoying it. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, I love when people say that because you never feel it, like, when you're there. And it's not a problem. Like, I mean, I like the modesty of it. I like being incognito and feeling like I could just do my thing. And yeah, and, and it's disappear. your thing. So, you know, <laughs> start from the ground and it's only going to build, you know. Right, so yeah. you're going mm-hmm. in the right direction. Thank you. Thank you. So I reached out to you, one, when I first met you, we had the creative plug in Columbus. Yeah. And y'all came through. Shout out to... Tyler, who is here with you, his beautiful wife, hey. and she has been rocking with him <laughs> since I know him, and even before, I'm sure. But um, yeah, so you came up there and you performed, and I was just like super impressed. So I've always kept Thank tabs you. on you. I was like, I need to keep up with him because your your flow was dope. The nine three seven song, that's what I call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like one of my favorite songs, like to turn up to. And then just um, knowing y'all was from Dayton, I was like, I messed with them for sure. So. Yeah, the, uh, doing them shows in Columbus, it was a good run. I think it was like a good year. I was trying to be out mm-hmm. there like every other weekend because mm-hmm. I know Creative Plug was uh, messing with me and my homeboy, mm-hmm. uh, Traded Kid, a lot. So mm-hmm. doing those shows was cool. I, what happened with them? Is it just like dismantled? <laughs> so, so we, like, we, I came into a collective for mm-hmm. real. Like, I was in Toledo. And then I moved down. This is the first time I'm really explaining it. So this is a nice moment. <laughs> um, I came down from Toledo to help, like, get that started. It yeah. came from another collective, though. They had started doing something previously. And then the collective, like, disbanded, whatever you want to call it. Right. And then the guy, one of the guys who was involved with that, or a few of them, they reached out and was like, yeah, we we trying to get something going. And we was talking yeah. about it. So we like, all right, let's do something. So it was established. And then I came down and more so was like, not necessarily not necessarily the leader mm. um i wanted to more so just kind of help out and get a feel for like columbus because i had never like did anything in columbus except right. for go to art competitions i thought it was dope though <laughs> just for the fact it was like a pop-up shop right there in the middle of the city yep, on high street mm-hmm. you was selling out uh local people's yeah. clothes art shows yeah, poetry dope. i'm like yo this is this is dope, dope. dayton doesn't yeah. have anything like this so yeah. It was dope. It was just creative differences and communication issues, the typical. And it just right. like, you know, people move on. I knew I was going to be exiting out because I had Army of Dreamers. Like right. once I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't have a name. And I said, once this name comes to me, I'm going to know what I want to do. I'm going to lock it in. I still wanted sure. to do Army of Dreamers with it. But once I felt like my personal brand would have probably gotten a little tainted due to um, 
just not being on the same page. I was like, I gotta leave. So it was time for me to exit. But right. shout out to everybody that was involved. Everybody sure still you doing their thing. From there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it has connected me with a lot of dope musicians, dope artists, like everybody who I know almost we met at the creative plug. So yeah. it's pretty dope. Yo, what's up? It's the party man. Turning up with my man A Dizzle. Dayton, Ohio, check him out. Putting on for the city. 937, stand up. He going in on this one. Who is going to tell me I can't do me? 93, let me hear a fuck you one time for the dude that said you was weak. And your grandma too. 937, yeah, I run up with my ankle sprain. Same old same, but I can't complain. Moved to the A for a little, got called up quick. Said the city just ain't the same. It's like 937, yeah, I run that. 937, yeah, I run that. 937, yeah, I run that. At the finish line in my sun hat. 937, yeah, I run that. Run that. 937, yeah, I run that. Run that. 937, yeah, I run that. 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 That's why this nigga don't trust niggas. Picture a redshirt freshman, first year ballin'. So with you, have you done any, like, I know you said you were working on a project when I reached out to you. What's uh, going on? <laughs> <laughs> that project is on standby right now. Um, I'm still making music, but I really don't know what I want to do with it. Okay, uh, nothing, nothing is wrong with that. Right. So right now, I'm, I'm really just uh, focused on, I've been DJing. I never really stopped DJing, but I'm trying to uh, really... Um, invest in myself a lot more with that as well as my production um i'm not sure if y'all know or you know but mm -hmm. i also make beats mm -hmm. and a lot that. of the songs <laughs> i make myself uh that i rap on i also produce so mm -hmm. i'm really pushing that right now and just recently i got a gig with uh alpha media so i'm on the air on hot 1029 as well so i'm Which really dope <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm focused on that right now rather than me as an artist as a mm -hmm. rapper trying mm -hmm. to do shows and stuff which takes a, a ton of time mm -hmm. um especially when you don't have management uh a, a prs or yeah. even a budget to be able to yeah. travel and do all this stuff yeah and that's so. a centralizing theme that has been going on right now it's like everybody who i know who really is pushing they mostly like pushing without a team right and when you ain't got a team it's tough yeah like. <laughs> you, you work, you're working in circles and you, you're doing a lot of shows and you feel like you're getting a response, but it's, you're really not making any moves. You really need, a, 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 for one, a budget to be able to promote yourself. It's a lot of learning. Yeah. You're constantly a student. Exactly. And, and nowadays, you have a plethora of artists that's, you know, hungry, just as mm -hmm. hungry as mm -hmm. you. And easy access for everybody. So it's more so on who's going to have the most light or whose yeah. brand is going to be the biggest. Exactly. And so. then people have to know how to teamwork and bounce off of each other. Like if people knew support, they could kind of pick up or piggyback off of each other, get shows going and whatnot. Yeah. But everybody trying to just do everything on their own, like yeah. balls to the wall. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm still, I would say I'm still working on the project. I never really stopped. I have a ton of music on my laptop just mm -hmm. unreleased, ready mm -hmm. and uh but right now, I'm, I'm working on the beats. You can check them out mm -hmm. on YouTube, actually. AVG Yet Excellent. Ton of beats. Any type of artist, hit me up. Mm -hmm. And that's dope because that's really why I reached out to you. I didn't reach out to you on the music aspect. I reached out to you because you got the job at 1029. For sure. And I was like, he been doing this for a minute. <laughs> like, that's dope. Like, when you posted the post, I was celebrating with you. Yeah, I was mad <laughs> excited. Um, 
I had applied to Alpha Media at least over the years, probably around 20 to 30 times. Mm -hmm. I was calling them. I was trying to get an internship starting out. Mm -hmm. Um, Once I figured out I wanted to do that, because I I had a radio show at Wright State University just with college radio station. But Mm -hmm. um, once I figured out I liked it, I'm like, man, this this shit is dope. I'm doing it for free and enjoying it. Um, why don't I really try to do this for real? And I, I reached out to them. They wasn't hitting me back. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get discouraged or whatever. I just, I kept hitting them up. It doesn't hurt to keep trying. So I called them, bugged them, trying to get an internship. Once I found out that they were actually hiring, I kept applying. And four years later, they finally hit me back. Mm-hmm. That one interview, I knew I had to kill that's it. Dope. And they, they gave me the job. So I was, well, congratulations. I was excited. Thank and that's you, what thank persistence you. is, but also just knowing what you want to do. Maybe hitting them up them 30 times, kept that word in their ear, and they oh, yeah. hearing you around because you were doing stuff They had on to the give radio. it to me. They was like, this dude been calling for years. Yeah. So, I mean, give it but to you've him. But you've been moving. So, I mean, because you also have been, I know when I'm driving randomly um, with the DJ situation, when I'm leaving Dayton, I'll hear you on the radio at oh, Club yeah. Aces. Club Aces, <laughs> yes. We are we're there every single weekend. So yeah. And it's crazy because you have a distinct voice because when I hear it, I'm like, all right, the other people, like I kind I mean, I know who they are as far as I hear them too, but I don't know them, so I haven't paid attention. Right. But when I first heard your voice on there ever, I was like, Is that A Dizzle? That's A Dizzle. <laughs> yeah, we'd be up so there. I'm definitely there um Sundays. They got like an amateur night where it'd be like Yep. Two dollar strippers there. They shouting out Mother's Day specials, <laughs> Father's Day specials. We got Father's Day lap Crack dances. I'm like, is this only a dating thing? Like two dollar lap dances for fathers. <laughs> that's some things where you be like, I love my city, man. Like I love my city. Even riding back down the radio, like what they play on the radio, Dayton yeah. has a whole different feel from like Columbus or anywhere else. It's cool. Like they play everything from the new stuff. They play the old stuff. They play the two thousands. Like and then you hear Katy Perry in the mix. Yes. Like, damn. Yes. So shout out to Dayton for that. I love like. I love coming back home. Even though, like, the interview I just did with Pete, we were talking about how people don't support in Dayton. There is some support. It's just a weird vibe. Like, I feel like you grow, the more you grow up, wherever you are, if you stay in one place, because even me being in Columbus, I, um, when we first started with the plug, it was so much love around. And it's still love around as far as Mm -hmm. people I met through that. But it's a lot of people who I met at the plug who they don't really mess with me. Not even on, like, anything too deep, but just on a situation where it's like, damn, I thought... You know, I don't know what the beef is. Love, like, like, I don't know what the yeah. beef is. It's like, I thought you was just a normal person. Like, I want to smile, I want to wave, I want to say hi. So I think, in general, it's hard to um, get support. But coming down to Dayton, for me, is a, always a bittersweet experience. Like, yeah. I love coming to see family, but I just love the vibes. The radio cracks me up every time. <laughs> and the one thing I try to push for now that I'm at the station is I'm trying to really learn why we don't do more local stuff on the yes, air because i know yes. columbus has a segment with uh yep. is it molly mile dj molly mile yep. i know and i he forget does, what like, the segment is called it's something like basically like a, like a smash or trash yeah. it you know they play it over the air have the callers call in is it hot or is it not basically and i'm trying to get something like that here in dayton because Please as do. an artist <laughs> i submitted music and there was something like the local talent showcase mm-hmm. they used to play it on sunday nights where mm-hmm. it's not a lot of listeners but you have the opportunity for you know local artists to get on the air, which is definitely dope. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think the problem that they ran into was the licensing that the artists were sending in music yeah. that they didn't own the beats. Yeah. They didn't have no type of licensing. They weren't registered with ASCAP or any of the um, the marketing agencies where you you should get paid for you know radio play. So um, I think that's the problem that 
that they're staring away from playing local artists, but mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a way. Mm-hmm. Columbus does it. Yeah, and I think it's just more about knowledge and education. Like, the artists need to stop using shit they can't get licensed. Yeah. Like, to be honest, you can put it out on a mixtape, pass it around, and get the word out. But when you want to get radio play or if you want to get go you bigger, you need to pay for beats. Yeah, or so, make it or make it yourself. Yeah, so if you make beats, make your own beats. But if you want to, you know, push it to the next level, put money in somebody else's pocket. Like that's me, period. Like um, I rent. Like when I have interviews at studios, I pay for the studios. Like I don't, right. I don't get everything for free. Like sometimes it might be a joint interest, but um, there's always some type of give because we can't build an industry if we're not giving. Too yeah. many people want the scene, but they don't want to support the scene. And that's what I'm trying to work on in Columbus and Ohio, period, because in Dayton, I want to do that here, but I have to, it's like, you have to throw a stone. You have to put a crack out there. It has to grow. You have to continue to watch it grow before you can fully do what you want to do. So I'm, I'm planning stuff here, but, um, if I did what I, some of the ideas that I have in Dayton right now, they wouldn't do what I need them to do. (laughs) Unfortunately, I mean, that's how Dayton is. Uh, At this point, I feel like artists feel like they have to go somewhere else. Like he was saying Mm -hmm. earlier, he has someone who went to L.A. and is Mm -hmm. is doing big things there. Mm -hmm. Or an artist feel like they got to go to New York or Atlanta, one Mm -hmm. of the bigger cities, because there's really no, I wouldn't say no opportunities here, but it's not on a level to where you can actually make money and profit Mm -hmm. off of it. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel that um, what I'm trying to do, I'm really using this alpha media here just as a resume builder because I do want to go to a bigger market that can actually mm-hmm. put some money in my pocket yeah. because because that's what you want to do when you love yeah. what you want. You, when you love what you do, you can't do anything else. Like that's why I mean I work in finance. I love that. Like that could be a career for me, but I know at the end of the, at the end of the day, I want the podcast to grow so much yeah. where I can just do the podcast and it's getting love. So I mean, right. fingers crossed, you know. But you just stay humble and you do what you got to do. Um, but when it comes to the scene in Dayton, I think it's potential there in Ohio in general, and that's one reason why even if I move out of Ohio, I'll still stick close. Like yeah. I want to be moving in Ohio as far as like moving and shaking because. We don't have a media industry here like the other places. So just think about if you are a pioneer of that in Ohio. That'll be big. (laughs) And it's needed, too. Like, that's where my mind is. I'm like, we really on the, like, this is crazy, the boom that's happening with just the music in Ohio and Uh the podcast industry. But the media industry, for it to grow on a level of, like, a Chicago, like, to a New York, to a L.A., like, that would be amazing to be able to look back and be like, yeah, you know, he was one of the pe- first people doing it. Like, right. I remember A. Dizzle. I remember him Dizzle. on 1029. <laughs> and then you go out somewhere else, and it's like, damn, you can really start here and make it. Like, Yeah, and I and, and as much as I don't really like his music, Trippy Red. He's from, what, mm-hmm. Canton, Ohio? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, what's in Canton, Ohio? Like, Yeah, and Trippy Red, like, no knocks to him either, but I, I don't listen to him. But everybody who, anytime you have a conversation about Ohio music, he's brought up. Yeah, he, he's he's hot right now. He's huge, mm-hmm. and he and he reps all Canton. He reps Canton, Ohio, which is weird. But it's dope. <laughs> like there's yeah. people who there's people who don't rep the city they're from. There's people who don't rep Ohio in general. Like right. when you figure out how many people are actually from Ohio, that's out. Like period. You are you'd be surprised. surprised. Yeah. But Ohio is the most artsy place I know. Like hands down, I would say like Dayton is. Dayton is crazy. Like, when it comes to talent and just, you know, inspiration, Dayton has it. 
It's just the support behind it for whatever reason. A lot of it is the community. We come from a booming community where back in the day, day, yeah. Dayton had, you know, showrooms downtown and they had people putting on in the music industry. They had fashion on lock. And then, you they know, put on for the city. <laughs> yeah. They really truly did. And then drugs hit and, you know, price of land started going down. People moved away and big, you know, big industries moved away and took the jobs away. So Dayton is kind of like a dry, like, plant in, yeah. in a way like where it used to be popping yeah it's like know. we we gotta water it and get it back you know right but at the same time it's not it's not all lost but um i think i see development happening in Dayton. and it's low-key scary at times because like me being from the view i can drive down the view and i see so many white people like no <laughs> knocks to white people but they they fixing them houses up the they out there mowing the line and i'm finest. sitting there like damn i need to get a house i need to buy one of these houses yeah. before they're gone but no <laughs> yeah but yeah so um i see it and then i also know the view being close to downtown it's a you know it's a prime area it's somewhere where they're gonna start building and there's mostly empty houses vacant houses right so i know that's happening all throughout the city and it's scary it's negative to me as far as like i don't want the view to become this neighborhood that i don't recognize when i come back i would love for it to look amazing the houses to be not boarded up but right. i wish my people was buying these houses like instead i wish of getting that, pushed out yeah you know? instead of getting pushed out further um but I think that the positive of a city where you know, you know they're built, they are fixing up houses, and they the price of land will go up is that it brings resources to the city as far as there will be more retail, so more jobs with that. There will be more real estate, so more jobs with that. Yeah, unfortunately, opportunity in general, right? And unfortunately, retail and real estate is becoming two of the biggest industries, and that means you know you got to make money to be able to live somewhere. You got to make money to be able to buy things. So it's going to be a slow grind for Dayton. Definitely. <laughs> and I'm hoping, you know, like like the homie, what was the last guy's name? P. 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 Yeah, he was, I was listening to what he was saying. He was saying some real shit just <laughs> about, um, you know, the, the potential Dayton has with all the creative artists, with, mm -hmm. with the talent that is here. Mm -hmm. You know, once we get that opportunity, once we get the ball rolling, one, I would say just one artist needs to break through. Yeah. Put Dayton on the map. You know, um, and the love is going to be there from from the city. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's just going to snowball. It's a big yeah. snowball effect. I, we just mm -hmm. need one. Yeah. And I think, though, as artists, you know, you have to be around your city, too. Like, you have to get out there and get to know people in the city. Right. The difference between artists back then and us now is, like, all the artists needed. I mean, they, the artists back then were hella talented. Do not get me wrong. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I think now us as um young people and the platforms we have it's easier to get exposure um back then you get on you know somebody's video you get some type of peak on some type of platform right. which is mostly television you blew up now you don't have that access so people want to just put out videos and they want to put out things online and they're not really connecting to the people around them once yeah you, you gotta get, need both of it really <laughs> yeah and once you get that local support you know, it builds and it builds fast and talk to people who have businesses, talk to small businesses. They love to support arts. Talk to your peers and your neighbors. Go talk to the kids. Do positive things and show mm -hmm. your face more, period. Don't be always worried about showing your face at kickbacks and parties all the time. Like, that's cool. Go have fun. But go somewhere else. Do things. Yeah. Like <laughs> and it is. It's one artist in particular from Dayton I've been following is uh, Easy El Loco. Mm -hmm. Or I think it goes by Asai Morales yeah. or 
I can't even he pronounce it. He was in it. a Locals Only show, which is also something I was a part of. Shout out to Locals Only. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's doing big things. I know he's selling hella music on Spotify, and mm-hmm. he, he has a, a big following, so he's he's definitely putting on. I do want to shout him out. Um, but we just need more of that, and I see him traveling. He has a team and a, mm-hmm. and a following that, you know, promotes him, who um, who backs him up, and it's amazing what you can do with a, with a team yeah, that's focused. Yeah, his team focused. is deep. He came through. I was like, who? Who are these people? That's a squad. Maybe <laughs> everywhere together they put each other on their own shows. Mm. It's like um, somebody like Tyler, the creator, who do, he does everything in-house. He makes his own beats. He has his own team that makes his, his beats and everybody else in the team's beats. He raps, his, he writes his own shit. He does his own videos. Shit like that is how you put on for your city. When you work with your city, you don't always got to branch out or go to Atlanta or yeah, go to LA. I didn't know where Easy Loco was from. He I'm, followed I'm me on sure he's Twitter. Pretty sure Yeah, he followed me on Twitter in 2010 or 11, like on some like when Twitter I was, was back. First. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what for me when I when he came through to the local show and I seen his team, I'm like, he really out here doing it because yeah. like I kept him like you know when somebody follow you and you just. You either follow him because you think y'all got like interest or they know a lot of people that you know or you don't follow him back. Right. And for him, I seen that he was doing music and stuff. So I was like, yeah, like, of course. And like, just paid attention. Obviously, we don't follow each other now because I got locked out of that Twitter. <laughs> but I'm really not even on Twitter like that no more. Like, thankfully, my new one, I got up to like 100 something people but it's hard to get twitter to, to get twitter yeah. love nowadays i don't yeah. know what's going on and twitter was like fam back in the day so everybody on that old profile is like we yes. know each other's life like but i've been missing so it's like i'm cool i ain't trying to rebuild on twitter um i get on there here and there but i don't think it's really i mean it's cool it's a window it's a platform but i don't really pay too much attention to twitter yeah. facebook and instagram is where i like to be um, Facebook more family so and I seen you popping on Facebook with the herbal tea. Shout out to you. Shout out Tyler. to herbal tea, man. That, <laughs> that was a good venture. Um, and I feel like everything we're doing, it, you know, it happens for a reason. Herbal tea, I think, it lasted for about two, two and a half years, and I learned so much just from being able to hear my voice talking about random shit and just talk shit, get our opinions out there, and doing that, not knowing I was going to be working in radio years down the line. So. Everything, I, I truly feel like everything does happen for a reason. It, see it as practice now, and even doing the show at Wright State for four years, mm-hmm. I wasn't assuming I was going to get a job at 102.9 mm-hmm. at the time. So um, That's dope. So yeah. you, you're walking in your purpose, and that's what's leading you to get the things that you want. Exactly. And that's what people need to do in general. Like, I'm walking in my purpose, and there's days where I'm like, oh, this is rough. Like, this is hard. And Everything just, happens yeah. for a reason. It's yeah, true. but then it's like every time I have any type of question or, you know, I need to be reminded, the only person who's reminding me is the man upstairs, like right. God. So I definitely think it's a reason for, like, what is put in people's hearts. And that's what Army of Dreamers is about. Like, the dream to me is a very safe, like, place for a lot of people. When I first started Army of Dreamers, they were like, you know, it's not about a dream. It's about getting out there and doing it. A lot of people were like, that's a long name, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff. But the name in general has such a big meaning about mm-hmm. the fight that you have to have. And it's it's mainly a fight you're battling within yourself most of the time to chase your dreams. So. I like it. I think it, <laughs> I, know, I think it's perfect just for, you know, artists as, as people. Everybody mm-hmm. has a passion for yeah. something. Everybody's yeah. dreaming. Everybody has a goal or purpose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Army of Dreamers just, you know, exemplifies 
you having to struggle. Thank you. you have to yeah, go it's a it. struggle, but it's like a beautiful struggle. It's like you got to be proud of that struggle, you know? Like you wear your struggle like you wear a badge. Like that's what it is. You yeah. got to own it and you got to take care of it. And it's so much I could go into with that. Like, you know, just being prepared for your dreams, suiting up, getting ready for it. Right. It's so much. But um, I think that's why definitely I want to focus on entrepreneurs and not just musicians. I focus on everybody because a dream is in so many people and it's not necessarily geared towards just artists you know entrepreneurs people who run restaurants people who open up banks like anything everybody has a dream and it's important that you you know what your purpose is and once you figure it out you stick to it people are going to discourage you right people are going to talk down on you people are going to act like they don't see you you you're going to be shining but people ain't going to acknowledge your shine for a long time so i thought it was super super dope when you got the job at 1029 i was like i gotta get him in on the show (laughs) and what i think is important in the in the development of your entrepreneur whatever you're going into is just to for one believe in yourself because if I didn't believe I was going to get this job at 1029 I would have quit applying after two or three times but um doing that you know sticking with it um showed myself that I really had that perseverance and to actually get the job it was probably one of the most exciting one of the more happiest times of my life mm-hmm. for the fact that it was something I've been working on for years mm-hmm. something that I did and I thought it was crazy is that I think it was like I got the job in December I think this was back in June I made a list um of goals that I wanted to accomplish before the end of the year one of them was getting a job in radio mm-hmm. I took a picture of that it was a long list but that was that was the biggest <laughs> one took a picture of the list and I made it my screensaver on my phone and Mm -hmm. as much as we all look in our phones you staring at those same goals every Mm -hmm. single day so but then that time I'm I'm calling them I'm applying keep calling and the second I got the call saying I got an interview it was like man yeah this shit is real (laughs) man you gotta speak it into existence you gotta you gotta hold yourself accountable for for reaching those goals Mm -hmm. so and that's just like what uh snoop said which was highlighted again by Charlemagne on the breakfast club which was um you know the tongue so many people speak death on themselves or on Mm -hmm. others with the tongue or negativity but we don't speak life enough we don't speak positivity and when you know what you want to do you have to and even if you seem like it's corny because people are telling you you can't or if you hear it too much you you hear it so much you make your head hurt you got to continue to speak that because if you whatever message I believe whatever message is put on your heart that's what you're meant to do and sometimes you have to pursue one thing to know that that might not be the thing for you Mm -hmm. so something that you may think is your dream you try it out and it might not be your dream no more but that's what we have dreams for dreams are like the first part of the idea um and I think dreams are so important. People try to downplay the dream. You know, it's not it's not your goals. It's not, you know, putting work behind it. But the dream right. is literally the first thing that teaches a child to aim for something. I ain't never thought of it like that. That's, <laughs> like, that's as a dope. kid, yeah. you, don't, you don't sit down with a pen and paper and be like, these are my goals. You right. just dream you about dream what you want to do. So even as adults, we take away that magic when we try to make ourselves so static and strategic. And we say, no, nah, we don't dream. We pursue. We do this. We do that. It's all the same thing. Like, as adults, we have to give ourselves a little bit more magic sometimes because that's what keeps people going is that idea of the whimsical part of life. Yeah. Like, when you look at the the gray part of life, you start to feel like 
you know, it's a closed door or it's a box. It's a tunnel. Matter of fact, like, you know, there's opportunity out there, but you're looking through a tunnel versus when you really allow yourself to understand that everything that's around us, everything created is literally created from some type of structure that God put into action. So there's a reason for everybody to be here. Like every piece of DNA in your body is geometric. God is an architect and he built us for a reason. Nah, yeah, exactly. I feel that. <laughs> Sitting here getting deep, but you know, <laughs> nah, it's real. I could go on and on and on about that. Cause yeah, like we all have a purpose and we gotta get we gotta allow magic back in our life. We can say all day black girl magic, black boy black boy magic, black boy joy, black girl carefree, all of that. But like at the end of the day, we still have to keep those same that same energy when we're going into our regular nine to fives right and when we're sitting there and we're meeting people who are a little bit more further than us we have to keep that same energy because the magic is what's going to push us to keep doing it exactly and even if like the i feel like if the dream changes you know which happens if people grow people you know may lose that fire may lose that passion if you if it transfers to something else you still got to have that same you know that same fire that you had when you first started mm-hmm. like um, I mean, I'm I'm doing this right now, but let's say five years down the line, I I can't see the future. I don't mm-hmm. know if this is actually what I'm <laughs> gonna be doing. Mm-hmm. But um, I just believe that whatever it is, you know, I'm gonna still have that fire. I'm gonna have that passion, uh, just because that's the type of person I am. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go full force with whatever yeah. you know I'm going towards. Yeah, and I think the dream grows. Like it's never a point where the specific thing you want to do, you you never know where you're gonna end up. Right. And you don't know what your dream necessarily looks like. Like I love podcasting, but that doesn't mean that that is all I love to do. Exactly. And yeah. like with the podcast, I don't have the same conversations. I don't know where it's gonna go people hit me up from like different places waiting for interviews and it's like so that's leading to travel so it's just a matter of you know not really having a static plan but following whatever is in your gut and your intuition and then it just leads you to that next thing i think you probably will be in media your whole life i hope so i mean (laughs) it's what i like i I love doing this right now and the fact that I'm making money, easy money <laughs> off doing it is, is crazy still yeah. to me. Yeah, but I would be doing this too. for free. Yeah. Don't don't say that I, out loud. I would no. be. And I learned that every opportunity, like you don't need to you get don't paid gotta for get everything. paid for right. that opportunity right. to right. be beneficial towards right. you. And I've I've definitely learned that. And that's important. The checks and balances of the dream is another thing that's important. You don't have to get paid for everything, but you also don't have to do everything for free. Right. So you yeah. gotta know when to <laughs> ask for money. <laughs> for sure. You gotta know when to ask for money and when it's gonna benefit you to where you wanna do it for free. Right. Um and then by knowing those differences, we're able to help other people that's in our industry because there's people who are doing everything for free so now you're not getting paid because they know they can go to this person and get it for free right and then also depending (laughs) on the quality of it some people who have amazing quality and know what they have to bring to the table they will not accept doing anything for free because they know what their difference is compared to the people who are right so it's just about for us kind of balancing it out and that's one thing with army of dreamers that we want to teach and we preach as well and i'm not saying preach on an aspect of i'm a preacher because i ain't and i ain't never <laughs> trying to be one but um we definitely i wear it out when i tell people you have to know what to charge and how to charge yeah and you also have to know what to take for free just because like i said again it's just a matter of setting the tone for everybody like, we don't have the industry here. We're creating it. So in order for us to create it, we have to start learning these things. Yeah. And we have to put these tools out there. We have to educate people that are on our level, below our level. We have to be able to take um, constructive criticism. We have to, you know, listen to people who have wisdom, 
a lot of us don't want to. A, right. lot, of, a lot of us younger people, we have, you know, big heads and we're, they're hard. So. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm learning that, too. Like I said, I've been, I've been DJing a, a lot more lately. Um, somebody hit me up, asked me to do their wedding, and I'm like, all right. Uh, he's asking me how much. And, he, you know, I'm getting the details regard, uh, regarding the wedding, four or five hours. I'm like, all right, I'm charging. I, I'll do it for $300. And he hit me back like, bro, you can't be serious. And I'm thinking like, what I, are you? Is that Four too expensive? Or like three hundred? That's good. I said, I'm saying good, he was like, bro. Rate. Nah, he said, nah. That's way too cheap, bro. You gotta be playing around. And I'm thinking, oh, oh okay. Shit, what <laughs> you talking about there? I'm about to say that's a steal right there. Right, but now nah, I was like, man, I don't try to tax people because you know what I'm doing. It it really don't require. Eight hundred dollars. I was talking yeah. to a DJ uh, earlier today, actually, and she says I don't do anything less than eight hundred dollars. I'm like, damn. And that's because I guess it's, it's, it's levels to it, too. Like, I think that's good on your part where you're like, I only expect that much because I don't do that. I don't do that much. It's Honestly, it's not but that much work. Too. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, is because you love what you do as far as your regular. So yeah. it's like there's people who are paying, like, all their bills come from their gigs. So they charge yeah, 800 definitely. because they don't have that's extra money coming in. But um, that's another aspect of it. I think it's important, too, when you start out not to be trying to charge the industry standard because right. you aren't you're learning and you're growing within it, too. You're right. able to network and then say you do this wedding and then you do a dope job. So then you got two more weddings after that. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking three hundred dollars. That's a good, <laughs> you know, five hours, three hundred bucks. That's a good ass. Right. Gig, right. You know? Right. And some people are like, you know, five hours, you know, I can make more. But for me, I understand where you coming from, because one, you already got your you already got your gig. You got good money coming in um, as far as like you're sufficient. You're able to right. survive off of your income, which is great because some people can't do that. Um, but then three hundred dollars, five hours, you're making a lot of people don't make that at work. Not at all. I don't make that at work. <laughs> and so. I'll be breaking it down. I'm like, okay, so how much is this an hour? And I'm like, damn, right. 60, 60 bucks an hour? Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. That's like, a lot of that's what I'm saying. Y'all paying a hundred bucks or y'all paying a hundred and twenty five dollars an hour for a DJ when y'all can y'all can honestly just plug in the aux core and y'all won't even know the difference for real. Right, he over here trying to he's trying being, to kill, kill off the DJs. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, that's the thing is like they they this is their wedding, so then that's yeah. a level of importance. I feel it. You you got to be able to like. But look, book your boy <laughs> three hundred dollars for the love. <laughs> <laughs> and that's cool. Like the DJs who are charging eight hundred, they have like this brand that people want. They're probably got reached out to specifically and you know shout out to them and yeah. then the ones who making it at 300 they are appreciated too because there's sure. people out here who can't afford an 800 dj right right so, so if, you, if your pockets is hurting <laughs> book me for certain that, that's my new slogan oh my that's my slogan <laughs> so also i want to shout out tyler your wife because um, you guys have been grinding like i said since i've known you she's been around oh and yeah that's you the are road young, dog yeah you guys are a young married couple so i mean i guess i want to ask you on an entrepreneur level as well and just your journey in general how has it been to you know be in a, a serious relationship obviously before you guys are married but now being married how do you balance your relationship and your work life um she's don't be <laughs> So she's staring at me right now for those who can't see us, but I don't think it's 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 not tough at all. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of people say you know relationships are tough, marriage is tough. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that yet, so I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and I get both. I think, and that's why I asked you because I do get people who are like, like I had an artist who was blatantly like, it's hard. Like right. he like uh like we she know I'm an artist, you know it's hard and whatever. But 
with you guys, I see a lot of um, teamwork. I see a lot of support. Like when you For got sure. the job at 1029, I seen a video you posted. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's. it's I don't she said, what yeah, it's that's, my, like, that's my bitch. Yeah, she said like, something. Like, that's my nigga. That's my husband's son. But it was like that wife turn up. And I thought that was amazing. So um, I do see a lot of support with you too. And I think what makes it easier is the level of support that you have. For sure. I mean, you have to have somebody who believes I think you. it's easy to do the balance. Um, for one, she tags along, and even when she don't want to, she does anyways. Because you know, having that time together is is more important than really anything. So even when she don't want to go to a, a certain DJ event, she'll still come just to be chilling with me in the DJ booth, which yeah. is is dope. And it makes my job a lot easier to have somebody with me talking shit about the motherfuckers that can't dance on the dance floor. So. <laughs> So not nah, and it's real cool because I feel like um, you know in a marriage that's supposed to be your life partner. So this this is not only my life, but we're we're sharing this journey, which is what it is together. And if you can't find somebody that is wanting, that truly wants to be there for your journey, that that's not the right person. Win that wants truly, to see you win, like that's big us and everything that you're doing. Or if you're not doing something correctly, they telling you like, hey, chill right. out, like. <laughs> And now, right? and she and something that she did recently, which really I was upset at the time because it made so much sense. Um, I was uh, starting to venture off into other ways to make money without. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I was, right, I'm gonna say it. I was, I started a, a Shopify store. Have you heard of Shopify? Mm-hmm. So I was trying to drop ship and make money, you know, from my laptop, mm-hmm. and. Um, I was putting a lot of money into it. I'm like, yo, this is going to blow. I feel like this store that I got is making money right now. Just imagine it in, you know, a year. Imagine it in a few months. I'm going to be making some real money. It wasn't blowing up like I <laughs> thought it was going to. And then she really sat me down like, yo, why are you uh you putting all this money into this? You ain't put that much money into your DJing. You ain't put that much money behind promoting your Wait. beats. Why are you Word. putting all this money into something where you are, you're already good at this shit and you ain't mm-hmm. did you ain't putting no money behind mm-hmm. that? And I was mad. I'm like, shit, she right. Damn, yeah. I didn't say that, but I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. damn. <laughs> and that really just made me take a step back. Like, yo, yeah. she 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 looking out for me, you know? Yeah, she is. She do be looking out for you. Shout <laughs> out to both of y'all. Um, but also, I'm just in a, a relationship. But I mean, shout out to my boo, okay, <laughs> Jim okay. City Nate. But he was that for me, like. He was like, I seen, it wasn't even him telling me. I seen him copying his equipment and just had the equipment he already had when we started hanging out because uh, we knew each other for a long time. Like we went to the same elementary school, same high school. So we knew each other all the way up until that point. Okay. Um, but we never were friends. Like we never spoke, like nothing, but we just knew each other. Um, but us being adults and like hanging out and seeing all the equipment he had, it blew me away. Like. And it, it made me be like, and then hanging out and we're going to buy equipment. I'm sitting here right. like, what what am I doing? Like, what the, So what he's am, showing you like, yeah, yo, this is, what, like, this is what I'm on. What you on? Yeah, in a way. But the way the energy is giving me is on a level of like, I'm excited for him to buy this equipment. So then I'm like, yeah, I need to start getting my own equipment. Like, 
So I do um, record in studios, but like I said, I record at home too. And I'm able to do a lot more without depending on people. Yeah, So that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and then when I do find dope locations in dope cities, I'm able to have people come in and I'm able to sh- like highlight where I'm at. And it opens the door up for that business as well. Like they get more exposure. So it's all about giving back and just putting in the pot. But you definitely, it helps to have a dope partner like next to you. For sure. It really does. Like it's hard to drive the engine by yourself and I do a lot by myself, so. Shout out to my business partner unofficially. <laughs> shout nah, out to Tyler as well. Nah, so definitely shout out to Tyler. She's been there through. She's been to many shows that I've had where it's only five people in the audience, and we still turned up. So that definitely doesn't go unnoticed. <laughs> I swear, when y'all get older, y'all gonna have a story to tell though. Cause <laughs> like, yeah, she be turning up like in the audience, everything. It's so good to see though. Like, it's good to see young black couples like really doing it. So shout out to y'all. And uh, Dizzle, I want to thank you for coming through. Thanks for having me. It's been a <laughs> I pleasure. Re- yeah, I really appreciate like the fact that you were so willing to do it. But also, I want to continue to like watch your journey because I've been tuned in since the plug. Like, Word. it's people that I really I see some in them, and I'm like, bro, I gotta keep in touch. Like, because I just want to know their journey. So I'm I'm excited for you with the radio situation and word you know, up. It's and if you in grow. if you in a day area, make sure y'all tune in every single Sunday, 11 to 2 p.m. A Dizzle, your boy, will be on the air, 102.9, so make sure you check me out. Yep, and where can they find you at? Listen, I'm everywhere, <laughs> and people be mad at my name, because they'll be like, what the fuck? And I don't know either, but it's A-V-G, yet excellent. I'm on MySpace, Tinder, tr- Twitter, Tinder, <laughs> Instagram, eHarmony, Facebook, it's all the same. Y'all don't need the Tinders or the eHarmonies. <laughs> A-V- A-V-G, yet excellent. Follow your boy. Yeah, and y'all can find us again at AOD Media Group. Shout out to Dizzle. Shout out to Tyler. For sure. Hey.